Hi everyone, glad you could join me again on this week's edition of Matters of the Heart. My name is Dr. Y and this week we're going to take a look at parenting with intentionality. Parenting with intentionality. We live in a time where there are multiple narratives and redefinitions of what was once considered an absolute. Take gender for example. Growing up in earlier centuries was pretty much straightforward. You were either male or female. But now in the 21st century you have male, female, non-binary and others. Now how do you explain to a child the evolution of the gender conversation to the point where we have people who identify as transgenders, as intersex, as non-binary and others. How does a child wrap their head around these narratives? That is why we're looking at today's topic parenting with intentionality Uh, so if you're going to help your child navigate through these uh, narratives the first thing you need to do is um, begin with what uh, is anatomically obvious Uh, just as the cell is the basic unit of life there is a basic um fundamental building block when it comes to genders so you have the male gender and you have the female gender even when it is intersex it is a combination of still the basics both the male gender and the female gender and the male and the female genders um they they are the result of um the presentation of either a male or um female uh, anatomy a physical male or female um anatomy and that is the norm rather than the exception uh you have that at birth every child presents with a physical male anatomy or it could be the physical female anatomy in some cases you may have a child presenting with both a male and physical and female physical anatomy that's where they then referred to as intersex but the basic building block of the genders which is male and female uh, They are what God started the human race with. If we take a look at Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, it reveals that human beings were made in the image and likeness of God. And if you take a look at that verse, it says, Then God said, let us make human beings in our image 
to be like us. Then verse 27 says, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. So at the most basic level of gender identities is a male identity, a male gender, and a female uh, gender. And they happen to both be expressions, physical expressions of an invisible God. Now that leads to um, a a second uh, orientation that you need to um, give your child, which is the aspect of um, talking about, you know, the value of the genders, both as far as God is concerned, both of them are reflections of him. None is superior to the other. Both are expressions of the same person, God. So when you mistreat a female, you are mistreating God. Likewise, if you mistreat a male, you are mistreating God. It is important to ground in your children from an early age that both males and females are physical expressions of an invisible God. Uh, Part of the problems that people have in their relationships and their marriages, um, they usually stem from faulty perceptions and assumptions that they hold about either one or both of the genders so it's important that you should know and you should pass on to your child the fact that um, both males and females are physical expressions of an invisible god and both genders have something to bring to the table uh, in in the affair of world orders, in 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 the affairs of society, they are both valuable members of the family, and they are both valuable members of society. Let us take a look at Genesis chapter one verse twenty eight. It says, "Then God blessed them, and said, Be fruitful and multiply." Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. It says that God blessed them. Who was he blessing? Both the males and the females. Now, If you look at that verse, it points to the fact that both males and females, they have leadership capabilities. And that's why you see instances of women, you know, who are occupying 
uh, leadership positions of their nations. They are the heads of states of their nations. They are prime ministers of their nations, just like their male counterparts. And so it's important to, you know, instill this uh, um, instill this uh, training in your children to learn to value both genders, whether they are male or female. And even in the context of marriage, where the man is uh, uh, described as the head of the family, being the head does not denote superiority. It means you are responsible for the well-being and welfare of your family members it also uh, is a position of accountability you are held responsible for anything that goes on in the family uh, when adam uh, came across eve the words that he used to describe her he called her the bone of his bone and the flesh of his flesh that they were one of the same kind they were one of the same kind there's nothing in that description to denote that he was talking about superiority bone of my bone does not depict that there's a superior and there is a subordinate flesh of my flesh does not depict that there is a senior junior relationship it's very important to uh, um, uh, ingrain this in your children so that they have a healthy and balanced perspective as regards the genders and also as regards uh, even marriage, you know, the role of um, the genders in marriage. They both play complementary roles to one another both husband and wife are asked to submit to each other and submission means different things for the genders so for women it is to respect the leadership of her husband and for the men it is uh, it means that you are to love your wife you submit to her by loving her for women you submit to him by respecting his leadership so it's uh, very important to uh, clear the air on this because this is where um, the premise for abuse and mistreatment starts when people do not learn to value uh, one another where uh, you have a male child and he does not respect or value female gender and vice versa because there is a wrong or faulty notion about what the other gender is. Uh, still going back to Genesis 1.28, it says the Lord blessed them. He blessed both the male and the female. And what does it mean to be blessed? I'm going to the third point now uh, concerning, um, you know, parenting with intentionality. He, what it means to be blessed as a verb, to be blessed means to 
confer prosperity or happiness upon, according to the New Living Translation Dictionary and Concordance. It means to confer prosperity or happiness upon. It also means to honor and worship. It means also to confer approval or encouragement. And it also means to bring pleasure or divine favor. Now, in the context of the passage that we read, if that's Genesis 1.28, it would mean that the Lord conferred prosperity on both the male and the female. It means he offered his approval on them. His stamp of approval is on both the male and female gender. Now think of it in these terms. When a product is made, sometimes on the pack you could read uh, something like approved by the federal drug agency that means that that drug or that product has been ratified for human use it has been ratified for consumption so it tells you that the product meets the standard it has passed the benchmark so by god's standards you as a male as a female you are approved he approves of you and here is your certificate of approval you will find it in genesis 131 where he says like everything else he made he he declared you as good let's look at that verse it says then god looked over all he had made and that includes human beings and he saw that it was very good and evening passed and morning came marking the sixth day so you are good enough and this is an important truth you need to ingrain early on in your children your maker says you are good enough because we live in a world that tells people that unless they conform to certain standards or stereotypes they aren't good enough and so you have lots of teenagers and young people dealing with body issues because they are shamed into believing that because their physiques don't fit in with the prescribed stereotypes uh, that means they aren't good enough and the pressure is worse much now than ever before because of the you know the social media uh, where you know people apply lots of filters uh, you know uh, even those who who are you know have lots of followers you you find situations where you know they are applying you know filters to their looks and 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 uh, you know, uh, cropping their features, um, you know, and, and the people who then follow them, you know, then come under, you know, immense pressure because they feel the person they idolize, you know, they don't measure up or they don't, you know, look as good as, um, as, as, as they do. And so if there's anything that you can do and you will do as a parent is to boost your child's moral and self-esteem and you have to tell them 
right from an early age that they are beautiful number one if it's a you know or handsome whatever the case may be beautiful if they are females or handsome if they are males generally speaking that they are beautiful they're good looking and they are good enough i can't emphasize this enough you have to let them know and there's nothing as validating and as freeing as when you have a parent telling you as a child that you are beautiful and you're good enough it's it's uh, it's like being given a million dollars uh we'll go on a short break now and when we return we continue the discussion uh parenting with intentionality permit me to share the word of God with you for 60 seconds. Jehovah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Celestial, has sent me to tell you that the end is near. The Lord says he's coming soon to judge the earth, and that the end is near for all those who serve Satan and his followers instead of serving he, the Lord God Almighty. Jesus says he's coming soon. And he says that the sword of the Lord will descend very soon because the world has turned away from him. And so I want to urge you, dear listener, please turn back to God. And if you're yet to believe in Jesus, please accept Jesus in your heart today and make him the owner of the life that you're living. God bless you. topic of parenting with intentionality parenting with intentionality and it is important that we speak the truth into our children's lives especially god's truth from a young age before um countercultural voices and false narratives do the talking the first is to give your child a strong sense of identity uh, which has been provided by their maker. They need to know that they are loved and cherished uh, by their maker and that by his standards they are good enough and they have been created to succeed. Now these are principles that you are to uh, imbibe as a parent and reinforce to your child to know that just the same way their maker loves them and cherishes them you love them unconditionally you cherish them and just as he has determined by his standards that they are good enough 
also imbibe those standards as yours and let them know that they are good enough and they have been created to succeed they have been programmed to prosper so how do we unpack you know this last sentence in practical terms now to prosper means to achieve economic success to prosper also means to become strong and flourishing so you uh, the first part of it to achieve economic success so as a parent you you must teach your children to be resourceful and enterprising uh you're like their mentor so uh just as joseph uh was a carpenter and taught jesus uh his trade of carpentry um also seek to model uh to your children what it means to be a you know hard-working professional or you know what it means to succeed in business or both if if you're doing both you know and then also this other side of prosperity which is to become strong and flourishing you must learn to teach your children to have faith in themselves because they have been programmed and created by their maker to succeed um so you let them know that even though they experience setbacks and failures that is not the end the setback or failure is just the preparatory ground for a comeback uh, to experience a resounding success so you need to let them know that the route to success is lined with failures and they should never allow themselves to be grounded by a failure or setback rather the failure is just a situation report a scorecard on what needs to improve because the ultimate end is success they have been created to succeed this conversation is important to have at every stage of your child's journey whether they're in primary or elementary school whether they are teenagers or young adults trying to figure out their way through life or maybe they're going through life issues they're going through a divorce for example you know they, they may have made some poor choices which may have led to their present situation but you know be there as a parent to cheer them on uh, as a parent you yield the most influence on your child and if your child knows that you believe in them they will go places they can conquer the greatest heights all because they know that you have their back and believe in them teenagers need this kind of validation from time to time they're transitioning into adults and they will make decisions some will decide to date others may decide to date much later some will be adventurous some will decide to try out things because it's a phase of experimentation finding their feet you must be prepared as a parent 
to navigate the seasons or uh, you know of life with them so rather than stand on the sidelines like a judge watching their every move with a critical eye assume the role of a coach who is trying to help their new mentee navigate through life you know uh, and succeed so be a step ahead and help your teens navigate through the seasons uh, i'll stop here and in another podcast we will continue on uh, this discussion of parenting with intentionality where we'll be talking about you know um, helping your teens navigate the adolescence uh, phase and also the young adults uh, i'd like to thank you at this point for listening and i wish you a great week ahead uh, i'll talk to you again soon and until then it's bye-bye Hi, I'm Dr. Y, and I'm passionate about relationships. You can call me a relationship enthusiast. I take great pleasure in seeing people in love and, more importantly, seeing their relationships thrive. For singles, this means I desire to see their love stories and relationships lead to the altar. And for the married, it means seeing that the sparks and chemistry remain between the couple even as they strive to build and run their home in partnership with God. And so I'd like you to join me over the weekends for a masterclass series on relationships for the singles and married couples. And for our masterclasses, we'll draw on insights from the Word of God to help us develop practical solutions to the issues we face in our relationships as singles and as married couples. So join me over the weekends as we try to see how to run our relationships from God's perspective.